and a warm welcome to Smashing Secrets Feng Shui. We're your hosts. My name is Chloe. And I'm Joe, and we're a mother and daughter duo. This show is for all of those that are interested in Feng Shui, including those with no previous experience, but would like to learn how you can improve your life and your successes even more than you're doing already. That's right. This is the show for you because we're going to be breaking down the secrets of feng shui, making the principles much more accessible. This is so you can make your good luck better and make your bad luck smaller. And we're going to discuss how to do that with all the other interesting facts and features of feng shui and everything in between. I hope you enjoy listening. Hello. (laughs) That was mum gasping at the thought that this is going to be on video. Yeah. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Hello, my beautiful darling. And how are you? I'm good. It's 8 p.m. on a Wednesday, so I'm I'm feeling I'm Fatigued. feeling like it's yeah I'm feeling like it's 8 p.m. on a Wednesday. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> but we've been so busy. We've been doing loads of things. So um, yeah, you're allowed to be fatigued. Yeah. Oh my God, you guys, guys and girls, there is so much goodies on their way to do with the patreon we've been like little <laughs> workers in the day and the night I've, like, I've been getting up at 4 30 every morning literally. cramming <laughs> yeah realizing that actually there's things that take a lot longer than i imagined yeah <laughs> and trying to edit so apologies for the slow start i am getting i am getting better yeah yeah we both are <laughs> we're kind of figuring out the the fastest streamline ways <laughs> solution of, yeah <laughs> but it's been really good because i think we're getting really close to like finding that recipe now yeah yeah and it's a learning curve like everything yeah so um every time you start something new it's a bit wobbly isn't it do you remember the first time you learned how to ride a bike um yeah a little bit Okay. Do you? <laughs> yeah, I do. That was a long time ago. <laughs> Actually, I remember um, getting on a bike um, in my 30s. I hadn't been on one since I was like, I don't know, a, a tiny, weeny little thing. Really? Yeah, yeah. And it was one of those, is it a rally bike? It was like super high and it had, um, you know, those bikes where you have to lean over, you know, that oh, like racing yeah. bike. So it was, it was really high. So I could barely touch once I got got on it I could barely touch the floor and then I was thinking oh this is scary just about a nanosecond before it fell over oh no really (laughs) that was the last time I got on a bike it didn't go anywhere are you serious oh my god you must hate bikes well (laughs) I don't mind bike rides I quite like it it sounded like that bike was not a good fit for you no and Mm. um, yeah I really did hurt myself and show myself up I think my pride was dented more than my body parts but you know yeah (laughs) that's that's uh, that's sad and what an interesting start to our episode Hello, everybody. <laughs> um, welcome to our brain farts. Um, we're back in the room. And this is episode 45. <laughs> so I'm good. Yes. How are you, Mum? I'm okay, my darling. Thank you for asking. And um, we were just having a brief discussion before we got started about what we were going to talk to to everybody about today. Does that make sense? Sure. And um, <laughs> we decided that Said we were going right to... <laughs> Just not in the right order. Yeah. But we decided that we were going to 
we were going to do love and romance because it's like the fire season and that's all to do with the heart and um, love. But I think we're going to save that till episode 46. I think the next said, one. No, because the next one's going to be more about how June's going to uh, so come be, in. So episode 47 will be romance. No, today's 45. Yeah. So next one will be the 46. introduction. Yeah. Oh, no, you're right. I know. Shocking. <laughs> you must be tired. <laughs> For me to do better math than you. <laughs> how is everybody else? Let's let's ask the audience. How are you doing? We're both obviously exhausted. <laughs> but it's all for the greater good. <laughs> I'm like looking in space. What? Hang on. What? Today's 44. No, today's 45. Oh, that's where I've gone wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so it is 47. Yes, yeah. you're right. Cool. Two yes. plus 45 is 47. That's correct. <laughs> This is actually a math podcast now. We've tricked you all to coming here. I knew you all like feng shui, but you're actually here for a math class. <laughs> Repeat so, after me. 45 <laughs> plus 2 is 47. <laughs> well okay, done, everyone. So, well done. Pat so, the back. So, so today we're going yes. to introduce the... Really, it's actually so important and is is a sort of um, keystone of other things because you're basically personalizing feng shui. So there's feng shui's got so many different layers. So the first layer is is everybody can use. It's looking at the bagua. It's not paying attention to flying stars or or other more sophisticated or, or sophisticated schools. It's literally just looking at the bagua and you can associate say for example romance with the southwest and it's sort of and that's as far as it goes but today i want to introduce something known as the master element or the self element so that's a, there's like a linchpin for for personal a linchpin. life can you say that a what? cornerstone i've never heard of linchpin have you not it's ever it's it, well, it's not very nice, actually, because as far as I'm aware, it's um, the thing that stops a grenade going off. So oh, my you, God. <laughs> so when wow. you pull out the pin, it becomes active. Great. So it changes its, you know, it changes its power. <laughs> so it's so what I'd like to do by introducing and talking about the master element, it means your feng shui um, consequences, Analysis? results. Okay. yeah. yeah will be massively amplified and become much more personalised to you because you're not just looking at one direction out of eight. You're actually mm. looking, you start to put together all the different energies that you're born with and you can start to use that in terms of how you interact with your immediate environment. So, mm. yes, the Southwest is typically the direction for love and romance, marital bliss, partnerships. But there's more to it. So um, that's what I'd like to talk to everybody today about. So so the Southwest is generally love and romance, just as, as an example. Mm-hmm. But then what, would it actually be, like say if it was somebody else, it was actually Northwest, but would it also be the Southwest? If you're just looking at the Bagua, 
then the southwest direction is to do with marital happiness and and bliss and and typically romance or okay. partnerships because you can use it for business partnerships but if you if if you were just doing one layer the surface layer beginner's layer okay. then you would just look at what's going on in your home in the southwest do you have a missing corner for example mm. so when you when you do a floor plan you ideally you, your floor plan would have all the sectors in place. So um, that means you've got balance. Mm. But not everybody's house has that. Houses come in all different shapes and sizes. Mm. So some houses may have extensions in their southwest. So their southwest sector may be bigger than the other sectors. And equally, you may have... um, Sorry, I'm a bit itchy. So you may have (laughs) a missing sector. (laughs) Nobody needs to know. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. It's still there. Great. Thank you for that. You're making me itch. (laughs) I actually got told off by Nan, mum's mum, because she watched the... So we've got our first video finally on YouTube. That took like way too long. (laughs) But Nan watched it and she was just like, I know why you've got spots, by the way. And I was like, yeah, right, why? She was like, well, I watched the video and you're touching your face the whole time. And I was like, yeah, I do touch my face. I was like, stop it. Stop it. And I was like, all right, all right. And now I'm just like, all I want to do is touch my face. You got well, you scratching. To, yeah. So um, if you want to know where, you have to watch the video. <laughs> <laughs> so secrets, so, smashing secrets. <laughs> no, I'm touching everything. Yeah, I know. So, I'm just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so back to where we were before. Uh-huh. If you have a missing sector, then that energy is going to be reduced because it's 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 not going to have the same surface area as another one. Does that make sense? How can you have a missing area? Surely there's going to be an area. Well, if your house is is a perfect circle, then you go to the centre and every sector will be the same. But let's be honest, who lives, apart from Rapunzel, who lives in a circular tower? Or I'm sure there's many people that live in a circular tower. Everyone put your hands up if you live in a circular tower. Oh, what's that? 11 people. Apologise. <laughs> to your imaginary friends. <laughs> yes. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, let's, let's not go there. Mo- no, no, no. But most people would have perhaps a square or rectangular house. Um, yeah. Uh, so say, say it's a rectangular house. If you go to the centre, I live in a rectangular shaped house. So I have extended east and west sectors because that's, what's that noise? Can you hear that? Yeah. Are someone that yelling out? outside? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well they're a very happy. powerful microphone. Yeah. So if 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 you're in a rectangle, the elongated part the, the will have the wider the more bigger surface area, whereas the narrow side bits sorry I'm not being very clear. Here. Yeah, no, I'm with you. <laughs> Will be smaller. So, for example, yeah. my house is facing south, yeah. but it's it's quite long and narrow. Yeah. So, my south and my north sectors are very short in comparison to the east and west sectors, which sure. are elongated. Sure. But I also have a because um, my house isn't a perfect rectangle, 
I have a chunk missing in my northeast sector. So my right. northeast sector is really compromised. It's much oh, smaller. So like, okay, I'm imagining like a floor plan and mm-hmm. like skip out all the rooms and stuff, but just like looking at the perimeter. Yeah, the perimeter. And like imagine if it's kind of like shaped like a really blocky P. You know what I mean? So it's not yeah. like a perfect filled in rectangle shape. It's like actually got a nice chunk of it missing, like a P shape. Where are you getting the P or shape like, from? Or like an L shape. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when you're saying there's like the Northwest is missing or whatever, that's the grey zone where there's nothing there. Yeah, where it's right. outside your boundaries. Oh, okay, I'm with you. So according to the Bagua, you'll be missing a certain percentage of that energy because when we when we look at the sectors, we go from the centre of the building. So we need to find the centre point and then you draw out the 24 mountains. So you, you can do it as, as a beginner. You draw out the Bagua, you draw out eight sectors and that each sector would be 45 degrees. So mm-hmm. then um, you get the sort of the southwest Pie shape. Yeah. I mean, you can do it. There's a, the, another way of doing it is to do it as a grid. So it's whichever one you feel comfortable with. I mean, I personally, I prefer the pie shape. I, that's how I like it. But you yeah. can do it as, as a, a nine square grid. Oh, okay. And like, so I've seen you in the past that like you get like tracing paper and then you just kind of put that on top of your floor plan. Yeah. And that's yeah. how you can see the bagua of your house. Yeah. So so if you, on a, the first level, you do the bagua, but when you okay. get deeper into it, there's something called the 24 mountains. Okay. And, and we'll put that on our, our pages so that people can print it off and they can use it themselves or, oh, or just use it. Yeah. Or, okay. It's called 24 mountains, but it's basically where you look at each um, of the eight sectors of the bagua and you divide each sector into three which are oh. 15 degrees so, oh, for, so wow. say you've, you've got southwest one southwest two southwest three mm. uh, west one west two west three northwest one northwest two northwest three and so on until That's so each so one's... specific do you then get yeah. 48 mountains where you divide no, those no, no, no because um the 28 um the 24 mountains sorry are um, have their own subtle energies. So, wow! Yeah, and it is it, extraordinary because this this is why I wanted to talk about the master element and the bardsy because this is where it ties in together. So everybody will have a different reaction. So you could have mm. a house that has really amazing feng shui for one person, mm. but not so much for somebody else because they'll have different bardsy charts. So they'll mm. have react differently mm. to the energies inside. So yeah. ideally. You'd you'd live in a home where not only you've got the basic feng shui, so you've got a nice um, vista from your front door. You've got lots of lovely natural light coming in. In fact, one of the podcasts, maybe num- number forty-eight. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just throw numbers out there. <laughs> sure, coming soon. Uh, yeah. Um, we could do the if say you're looking to buy a new home because mm-hmm. there's loads of um uh, talk about whether you should move into a property before february 2024 which would because feb, from february 2024 it would be period 9 oh 
So if you move into a home after that date, for the next 20 years, you're, when you do a, a flying star chart, it'll be all to do with period nine, mm. where, which is great. There's, I'm not saying that's bad. That's just the difference. Well, there's a huge difference. There's actually, there's, you've got, when you look at flying stars, there's, in say period eight house, you've got something known as the 81 combinations. So there's, Blimey. you've got good and, yeah, I mean, it does get quite technical. And then told me off as well for being too technical. <laughs> so that is why. actually Leslie, by the way. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's just the boss of us. Yeah. <laughs> She's the one in charge. Does anyone she, know what Nan's name is? We can do a, uh, we can do a quiz online. <laughs> What's Nan's name? <laughs> Find out on episode 45. Oh, no, that's 45 now. 49. The boss. <laughs> but but that's why I wanted to talk about Master Elements today in the in because it, it helps you personalize your feng shui. So, so you, yes, you will need to look at certain things, certain criteria, but you can also take make the feng shui so much more um benevolent or 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 or, or more um auspicious greater luck by by tuning into your personal yeah energies customize that stuff yeah 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 that's a much better way of saying it well done Chloe. thanks so um <laughs> personalize so that, and customize customize is like the same word no it's different words but same meaning <laughs> <laughs> trying to not make you sound silly but <laughs> You know what? <laughs> Wish I hadn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, I just creaked the chair. Okay, so. Ciao. No. So. No. So, shall we continue? Um, I suppose so. <laughs> so, where should we start? Uh, element wise. Yeah. So, what do you think a master element is? Because you've been listening to me, oh, all my life, <laughs> forever, forever. Yeah. Um, what do I think a master element is? Mm. Um, well, usually we, it's what we call self element, right? Yeah. 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 It's another way of saying it. Different so, words, but means the same thing. Uh, is that the, yeah, that's the title of this episode. <laughs> Um, so a good example of me using the phrase self-element is, mum, I've got a new boyfriend, what's their chart, what's their self-element? And then I find out, and then I know that my self-element is yang metal, or metal, so I'm looking for a specific type of person to kind of fill my needs, if it's romantically or if it's platonically, it can be something else. Or actually, I can have a platonic and a and a romantic relationship at the same time, so I'm going to absolutely ramble with my friend right now. <laughs> anyway, let's go back into the room. Um, self-element, yeah. It's basically like the over... What I would think is the overarching element of you. Like, you can have lots of different things going on in your chart in terms of the element stuff, but then, like, your day is your self-element. Yes. Or master element. Yes. But that's not necessarily the strongest one. Yes. Okay. So then it can be 
you could so for instance like somebody could be yang fire but then when you actually look into their chart it's just all water so their fire's not actually that strong it's actually the water is like way more stronger yeah yeah so it's That's misleading follow, well it's that when that happens it's called follow the leader so um, that's a, a techie term there, a feng shui smashing secret techie term then. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> Mum and I just both winked at each other, by the way. <laughs> Guess you got to watch the video to see it. <laughs> so <laughs> so you can determine... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you can determine the strength of the self-element. And, and, that, and that's important. That, that was not me. That was your phone. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> So and that's, and that's important because then um, that could change how you react to different environmental influences. If you've got, if you were born, say, with a, a self element of Yang fire, but yeah. the whole of your chart is water or metal or earth, yeah. and you've got a sort of more dominant um, com- um, concentration of the other elements, then mm. you would you would actually that would be called follow the leader and you would look at adopting the stronger element as the more influ- uh, stronger influence in your life and so and so then you, it would change i try not to be too techy because then will tell me off but um basically it's the heavenly stem of your day of birth so when you look at your Barzi chart, so Barzi literally means eight characters. And another way of looking at it is called the four pillars because you have four heavenly stems sitting on top of four earthly branches. And those are your hour, day, month and year. Yeah, yeah. So And they all have different um, impact upon what's going on on a daily basis and how you react to the energy in, in your home or in your office, depending on... The 24 mountains. So if your house, for example, my house is facing south. Now you've got three south, south one, south two, south three, and they'll all have slightly different um, energy patterns. They all come under fire, but south one would be have a heavenly stem of yang fire, whereas south two would be the earthly branch of the horse. Now somebody that's got the dog in their chart or the tiger or the goat in their chart, as an example, would be really happy facing south too, facing the the direction of the horse, because it's very compatible. Mm. Whereas somebody who's got the rat in their chart will probably struggle in a house that's uh, would be very dynamic because the rat clashes with the horse. So the, one of the first things to look at is your master element. So you look at the heavenly stem of your day of birth. Yeah? The heavenly stem. That's the top one. Yeah. There's only 10. There's, so there's five elements. Mm, two for each. Yeah. And that's one is yin and one is yang. Okay. So you get the total of 10. And it's very mm. pure, pure energy from heaven. So there's no mm. hidden stem. There's no hidden stems. In earthly branches, there's 12. Mm. And within those 12, there are hidden stems. Mm. And the hidden stems can come out during a clash or a combination. So mm. it could be, you may, if you've got the pig in your chart, for example, this may could be quite taxing because it's mm. a clash. The snake will clash with the pig. And the hidden elements inside the snake and the pig will be opened up and released. And inside the pig, we've got two heavenly stems, yang water and yang wood. So 
you, so my job would be to look at how compatible those stems are up with the rest of the chart and also look at what's going on in your bud, um, sorry, in your feng shui to see what likely energy reaction they will create. They, it could be a catalyst of good, it means a big sort of pressure to change for the better, but it could also be put your head down because it's going to be a bumpy ride. Mm. So this, I'm trying not to get too technical, but the first thing, the most important thing in order for us to determine anything else is to know what the heavenly stem of the day of birth is because that's like a cornerstone. Everything else is relative to that, unless, of course, it is that uh, follow the leader rule, which is the exception. Most how, people, how often does that happen? It, it can happen. Definitely can happen. But it's um, not it's not as um, common as 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 people as as as, it, as the as it, what's the common thing? It's not as <laughs> it's as common as a common thing. It's not as common as bread a common and butter. thing. <laughs> I don't know. It's not that common. But, yeah. So most people would mm. would would look at their de- heavenly stem of their day of birth, and then they can work out the energy associated with wealth and prosperity, the energy associated with um, business luck or relationships or or um, health. It's all different aspects and, and they're different for everyone because not everybody's got the same self-element because there's 10 possibilities. Mm. Then you look at the season you were born in and you can determine, and the year and the hour, and you can determine how strong or how weak that influence is. Mm. If it's very strong, then in your feng shui, you would look at creating greater balance. For example, using myself, I've got very strong water energy. My, I have aspects of the others. I do have all of the other elements, but my water energy is very strong. Now, mm. my master element is water, and I was born in the winter season, the season of water, but I've also got lots of metal in my chart. And we know from the constructive cycle of elements, metal supports water. So we have to look at the relationship of the other, of how the elements can either support or exhaust another element. But my, I do have aspects of wood and fire and earth, but they're not as strong as the water. So my feng shui, I'm always looking for ways of enhancing those weaker energies so because fire to me would be wealth and prosperity well lucky for me i'm facing a house that's south so my house is facing my wealth direction Mm. so every time i open a window i'm allowing that energy in and you can enhance it even further by activating it with say a water method or a fire method i can stimulate that energy i can i can use also there's loads of different things you can do there's loads of different things but um so so basically that's how it goes and for you as a strong metal person your wealth and prosperity is associated with the wood element so that's why i'm really encouraging you to enjoy your gardening because you'll basically start growing money mm. energetically so if so i'm just trying to think of how this kind of mirrors into Western astrology, because you've got your rising sign and your sun sign, just looking at those two. If you compare that to the self-element here, do you think there's any correlation? No, I think it's a very different system. And That's to be interesting. Honest, yeah. I mean, I naturally gravitate towards Chinese metaphysics because for me, 
it just is so it just makes sense it mm-hmm. it's very natural it's very organic you i i just pick it up very easily whereas you pick up the western zodiac system much much more quickly i get really confused I, mm-hmm. I you know when they start talking about oppositions and squares and trines and rising signs and different houses my mind goes to mush mm-hmm. but when i look at the chinese metaphysics and look at how Fire creates earth, earth creates metal, metal creates water, water produces wood, wood produces fire. To me, yeah, that, I'm like, woo. <laughs> well, that to me, I see that in nature. You know, yeah, it, it's very natural. But but so I, that's how I, um, I that's um, that's my preferred way of of reading the energies. But yeah, I'm sure for you, it's it's the opposite. But mm. but um, yeah, that's what makes life interesting, isn't it? So we you can well, compare. Well, that's the thing that's interesting here is, I mean, if you get one person, one case study, and if you did a chart and I looked at their chart, we would come up with a similar result. And it's it's fun to try to kind of like weave those correlations out in these discussions. Yeah, yeah. And I, I find it fascinating as well. And Yeah. You know, I've, when you tell me about the moon, the how the moon impacts on us. yeah. I find that really interesting because when I have a wobbly day, you turn around and say, well, it's a Capricorn moon. And yeah. I'm like, again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, those months turn around well fast. We've got so, an interesting thing happening, actually, when this episode comes out on Friday. Loads of things are going down. There's going to be a massive big shifts going on. So keep your eyes peeled. Well, that is interesting because that does uh, correspond to the snake Oh, yeah, the energy it's halfway the, through the month. It yeah, changes. because the first two weeks of, of May, between the 5th and the 19th, are there to do with the heavenly stem of yin fire. Yeah. Whereas the second part is to do with the earthly branch, and that is the snake, and the snake comes in on the 19th. I think it's the 19th. Yeah, that's Friday. Yeah. So the snake is mm. very much... So it's you've got that... It's a physical energy. So where the heavenly stem is the more sort of ether or or pure heavenly energy, Mm. the earthly branch is more to do with matter and physical energy. It's denser, it's heavier. Mm. And that comes in on the, I'll just tell you the time, with my magnifying glass. Because on Friday, we've got a new moon in Taurus. Jupiter has just moved into Taurus. Uh, We'll also be still in the Taurus season. So basically, if you look at your charts and see which house Taurus is in, in your chart, that house is going to be lighting up like a lighthouse. And it should have been lighting up for a light with a lighthouse for a while now. But Mercury was in Taurus for a while and it was in retrograde. And it's just come out of retrograde as in like two days ago. So now suddenly, and Mercury's going to be in Taurus. So all of these things are going ping, 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 ping. So whatever house you've got, just reflect in that and see what's, what's going on. I'm not sure at the top of my head, but things where they were moving slowly because of the Mercury retrograde, suddenly they're all going to be going into like, woo, zoomies. Mine's in career and work. Oh, really? And I've been working like a dog recently, but I should be seeing 
the uh, fruits of my labor it's very, very soon. I don't know how to find one. I'll let you find it out, tell me. Yeah, I'll but, I'll but, I'll um, but in, in the Bardzi, the snake is a huge energy for mystery, transformation, endings mm. and beginnings. Mm. It's it's a very powerful energy. It also mm. looks at taboo subjects. It's not, it, There's no fear. So it means sometimes when <clears throat> our subconscious throws up barriers, when we come we come across it or we encounter something that our subconscious is like, well, we don't want to go any further. It, we, it puts barriers up. Well, the snake has the ability to break those barriers down. Mm. It, can be, it can help you confront your fears, face your fears, mm. in order to release your fears. Yeah. Because fears are energy blocks. So, again, sometimes clients have really good feng shui and good bardzi charts and there's lots of harmony, but there could be some energy blocks so look at man luck right yeah 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 so um so yeah you look at heaven's luck is your budsy your you can't change it but you can read it and prepare uh-huh. yeah your cool. feng shui is something you can change you can change your where you live you can change um the interior if you can't move what you so, wear <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I definitely have got one client who um, he's got strong wood energy and he loves golf. And so whenever he wears red while playing golf, it, he wins because really? that's... Really? Yeah, yeah. He must always wear red then. Yeah, he does, yeah. And he always <laughs> wins. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, some teachers scoff at that and say it doesn't... It doesn't it, it has it has no effect, but actually, I've had lots of success where color, and and actually color. If you look at wavelengths of color, mm. and we when and we're absorbing that energy, we're absorbing that in, information through our eyes. And I mm. know people. There's color blindness, and 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 some people can't see colors it, it, it is, as precisely as I say somebody else. But the fact is, every color will have uh, energetic wavelength. It, it has a vibration. So red has a very sort of slow wave, mm. so we can absorb a lot of it, whereas ultraviolet would be very quick. Mm. So um, that so bees can see that more clearly, or insects can see that more than we can. So every color will have its own wavelength, and we will react to that on some level it is subtle but it still is an energy influence so if i for when um i had an office once i had a something called a plant studio i used to do garden design years and years ago in hartford and um in, i had uh two rooms i think was it two or three anyway i had one room that was sort of limey green and that's where I put all my plants and I loved that room but I had another room which was red and that was my thinking room well a lot of people found that way too intense (laughs) you've had a lot of red walls in your life yeah because my fire is um, is surrounded (laughs) by water so I'm always happy with the strong fire energy and strong wood energy that's that's and and also the earth element so um mm. you know the crystals and ceramics and stoneware and um and the northeast and the southwest all carry that earth energy so spending time in those sectors is another way to absorb that energy but let's let's go back to the 
the master element yeah. because um, I'd like to go through them before we run out of time because then people can work out when they – because you've put up a link for the Barsi calculator so people mm-hmm. can print off their – put their date of births in and then it'll, the, it'll turn it into stems and branches and then we can post something which which will decipher that. I mean, I think the Barsi calculator puts it in English as well, so it says yin or yang earth or whatever – but we can put something on Instagram so people can can, can read it. But you, you basically look at the day of birth first to because that tell that's the key for telling you which element is your wealth and prosperity, which one's your career, which one's to do with the friends, which one's you know, how you respond to the other elements. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So should we start with you, Yang Metal? Hell yeah. <laughs> so so anybody that's got yin or yang metal in their chart, they will find that the water element, wherever that comes up, will relate to their business. It's something they produce because metal supports water. Metal produces water. So that's your career. So whenever you're, you've got strong water, remember when you're living on the boat, how active you were, how busy you were, mm. how much work was coming in because you had lots of natural water in your environment. Mm-hmm. Now, you can also activate the north sector of your home and your house is facing north now. Yeah. So you're not in the boat anymore. You're in the house facing north. So that's, again, a, a career direction for you. So it means that this house will support your business and your career. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Now, your money luck, being a metal person, that self-element of metal, is your wood energy because we know that water supports wood. So having lots of healthy plants, not dead or dying or wilting plants, because that's unlucky, but healthy plants is symbolic or as the influence of your wealth and prosperity. So the more rich and happy your wood energy is, that's the east and southeast sector of the Bagua. So if you've got if you're spending if that's say your lounge, then you've got a nice yang environment all to do with the wood element, which means your opportunity for money is going to be stronger. Is this not going to help anyone on the podcast, but just like a quick question. Is east for me that way? Yeah, the direction you're facing now. So on that wall, I've got loads of books and loads of plants. Wood, 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 wood. Well, look at that, ladies and gentlemen. Intuitively brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> now, your power and status, your responsibilities, but also being a, a, a lady, a female with boobies, yep. that means your fire element relates to your, the relationships you have with men, but also people in authority. And it's also your power, status, and responsibility energy. So if that were to be, and so now we're in the fire season. We've just entered May, the beginning of fire, got June and then July. So that's all the fire energies there. That means your responsibilities will grow. It's good for your relationship, good for your power and status. So um, that's lovely. We're entering the fire season now. And also your your back garden is facing south 
and you're enriching that with lots of new plants. So wood fuels the fire. So fire needs fuel, otherwise it becomes quite vulnerable and panicky and anxious. So so having lots of plants and spending time in the garden, your your garden, will in naturally increase your power and status. And, and fire is also to do with, um, it's really good for marketing, it's really good for um, being seen because it relates to the eyes. So um, spending time in that sector will naturally help balance your strong metal, but also as a side effect, it will enhance your personal relationships and increase your authority. And, um, you know, it's a good energy. Um, the earth element for a metal person is their resources. So that's really good if you're studying and you're learning something or you've got conventional resources and unconventional resources. That depends on the yin-yang relationship. And then the having more metal in your chart. So say we get to autumn, say September, the, the autumn autumnal season, that means you'll have naturally lots more energy associated with your friends and maybe family, co-workers. So because it's the same element as you, same element as your self-element. So you look at how the five flavors of energy, the five elements and their yin and yang value affect you. Now, for somebody that's got um, water in their chart, it, it, it's going to be slightly different. So career for a water person would be looking at the wood element. Wealth and prosperity, they would look at the fire element. For a female with um, strong earth energy, that would be to do with their power status and relationships with men. If it was a, um, I should say, if it's a man with metal energy, then that is slightly different. So that instead of their their focusing on their power and status, they would actually focus on their wealth and prosperity. So for a metal metal man who's wanting to attract a female, they would look at their wood element, so the east or southeast, and they can activate that. Or if they if they wanted to enhance their relationship, they could pay attention to those sectors, but also have a look at maybe increasing the wood element. So paper, books, um, but plants, basically, lots of plants. And that will be make them more attractive because and not only that, they're wealthier. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Nah. So um, a man who's got strong, whose master element is water, if they wanted to support their female relationships, then they would increase their fire element and look at what's in the south of their home. And um, earth would be their power and status and water would be friends and colleagues, people. And again, you can have yin and yang. Of, uh, so there is there are subtle differences, but Nan told me not to get too ticky, so <laughs> I'll try and keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Now, a wood person, so somebody who's got either yin or yang wood as their heavenly stem in their day of their chart, that would be their master element. Then the fire element is related to career. Wealth and prosperity would be earth. Um, power and status would be metal. And um, of course, my train, where am I? What am I doing now? Wood. <laughs> wood. <laughs> so wood, so fire, so that what their business, wood supports fire, so that would be their business. Fire supports earth, that's wealth and prosperity. 
Uh, metal is their power status. Water is their resources. And wood would be friends and family. And then if they're a fire person, the earth energy represents their career. The metal energy represents their prosperity. The water element represents their power and status responsibilities. The wood element represents their resources. And the fire element represents friends. Yep. If they're earth, then metal is career. Water is wealth. Wood is responsibilities. Fire is resources. And earth would be friends and family. Yeah? Is that everything? I think so. I think so. Yeah. I'm just wondering how many of our listeners just want to go into your brain, download and come back out. Because it's, <laughs> it's like, you can just remember like all of that just like that. It's impressive. Oh, you're so cute. I love you. Oh, thanks. I love you <laughs> You too. say all the right things. Yeah, I'll take that. I've well, been that's doing because this. I do I'm, this. I'm metal, so I yeah. support water. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, um, which is you, you. Yeah, and because um, your metal is my unconventional resources, it's like you're my master. Well, I knew that already. <laughs> <laughs> Same as Nan. Both of you are young oh, metal. Both young metal. Mm-hmm. But then, but what's then, water for metal? Um, career, business. Also, so you're good for our business and yeah, enough, and we both do work for smashing secrets <laughs> which is without you it's not a thing <laughs> and i balance you because you've mm. got very strong metal so you like water wood and fire for the balance yeah you don't need too much metal you don't need too much earth because that would tip the balance so um so uh, yeah i'm really good for you I knew that already too. <laughs> well, that was interesting. It all makes sense. I feel like it would really help to see a picture so that we can remember well, all of that. Well, I, we could put that up. We could, we could, we could put something up on um, certainly on Patreon because I, I, I'll do it. I'll do it a proper um, diagram with all the explanations on there. Mm. Yeah, that's You easy. can even do a slideshow. You can do like your slides and then you can have a voiceover where you can have like your little mouse that's zooming around. You can go like, this is this, this is this, this is what this means. Yeah, whatever you, I mean, you you, you tell me what to do and I'll do it. Yeah. Oh, power. <laughs> power, everyone. <laughs> power. <laughs> but yeah, so basically you need to look at your Bardsey chart and find out what the heavenly stem is, the top one, on your day of birth, and that will be your master element. And then once you've got your master element, you can find out which element is your wealth and prosperity, which one's your career, which one's your responsibilities. And and you can and, and the Basi calculator is even color-coded, so you don't have to sort of read the, the calligraphy because it's, it's, they've all got the symbols, so you don't have to... Learn, learn that off by heart you can literally just look at the colors so if your heavenly stem is green of, of your day of birth then that's wood if mm. it's blue it's water so um so you can just use the colors but yeah we'll put we'll put something up on um certainly on our patreon page but we can also maybe put something simple up on instagram, instagram. yeah yeah and um 
and you know people can don't have to pay for anything they can just look it up yeah but yeah and then once you've got that then you can start looking at your feng shui because now you're starting to go deeper so you, you're not just looking at the surface layer which a lot of feng shui schools are very successful hugely successful just looking at the surface layer just having that first sort of basic understanding of the bagua and the five elements you can still make massive changes to your energy because you're you're already thinking in in that terms but once you start going deeper it's a the whole thing opens up Mm. and the application is extraordinary so so you definitely definitely would benefit by learning about your master element and its applications and and we and and once we people are familiar with that we can we we can go in all different directions depending on what people want but um, the first one is to understand the five elements and their constructive cycle where they support one another and equally the destructive cycle where they can exhaust one another Mm. so we don't want to inadvertently activate something that's going to be making us weaker and more tired and exhausted we want to create balance and we want to boost certain aspects if 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 it's love we we if you're a man you'd look at boosting your wealth if you're a girl you'd want to boost your power and status for purely for attracting a partner so you can do that but you need your master element all makes sense oh glad that i'm glad you said that <laughs> I was like thinking, does it make sense? Does yeah, it? yeah, yeah, totally makes sense. Um, feng Shui, Bazi 101. That's like the fundamental slice yeah. of pie. Yeah. I know in our previous podcast, we've sort of, we've 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 used lots of technical terms and, and we've also tried to introduce the language of Feng Shui with the five elements and the the different sort of variations of the yin and yang of each five elements and given different examples but i just wanted to point out that it is it, it's the key for the next level is your master element and once you know what your master element is it it starts getting exciting you mm. you can start using the the five um, the twenty four mountains and start looking at compatibility. You, you can we we can talk about clashes and combinations and it'll make much more sense. I know at the beginning it's a bit overwhelming and it's a bit mind boggling because it's unfamiliar. But just like riding the bike and this the bike's too big, mm-hmm. <laughs> you fall over. <laughs> yeah, it, it gets it does get easier. Definitely gets easier once. And and we've we've I think we've covered loads in the. the the earlier podcast so um i think once once this one's once this sort of is digested i think it'll make it'll open up all of all of the others that before and after yeah cool very good okay thank well, you I think i've finished now cool wow <laughs> gosh i can't remember the last time we finished in 50 minutes <laughs> golly well any queries or questions Mm, no, actually, which is a first from me. Ooh. Everything was very clear and concise. Well, I think we both um, recognise that it's getting dark now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like wind it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop recording and carry on with working on the project. Woo <laughs> <laughs> And, and um, yeah, I'm. I've. I've got to finish off the. 
Bardsey transcripts for the yeah. Patreon. So I guess now we've got a little bit extra time. We can talk about what we've been doing behind the scenes if anyone's mm. interested. If not, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll <laughs> see you next time. If you'd like to carry on listening to our beautiful voices, <laughs> then we'll we, we carry on that going on. Well, that's one of the things I want to do for June is talk about the master elements and how the each month will affect you. So um, this month I've talked about the Bardsey and the the different types of um, animals. You've got the like the five different flavors of horse, five different dogs, five different goats. But I'm going to go into bigger or more detail in, from June onwards because now we know just how much time is involved. Oh, you're talking about the Patreon, right? Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. So I will be talking about master elements and um, the Bardsey and flying stars. And um, yeah, we'll just keep adding to it as we as we go. And I will have charts on there with the clashes and combinations. Um, I mean, there's loads of things. I mean, we've been compiling a recommended reading list and, and books that are useful. There's, I mean, there'd be it just we're, we're adding things all the time. And mm. I've I've been getting up at four thirty and starting <laughs> work at five before yeah. I go to my job. <laughs> and um, and then in the evening, so we so we we're not slacking. We are we are we are. No, I'm working. very excited about everything we're doing. Yeah, yeah. We're also got. We're gonna have a. We're calling like a general topic about Chinese feng shui and Bazi that will be coming out each month. Like, what was the the one that we just released this month? Was the Trinity of Luck? We did like a little blog on that. And then we're also going to have a monthly discussion thread. So we're going to think of a monthly question for our Patreons to discuss. And we can come in on the comments and have a conversation about it, compare ideas and experiences. So you're posting a calendar with... with And a calendar, yeah. So we're going to be posting a monthly calendar, which is basically like a menu or like a... It's basically like a timetable. Yeah, it's like a timetable of when these posts are coming out throughout the month and we'll post that on instagram and on the patreon so everyone can get an idea of what to expect so so really good if you if you want to join in or if you've got if you want further clarification or was that outside yeah, again people outside yeah yeah they I want to it. join in yeah <laughs> yes. smashing secrets <laughs> Yeah, so, so there's lots of things. So let's just talk about uh, sort of domestic stuff. How's Robin? Oh, so if you if this if you if you're new um, and you haven't listened to the last episode where I've introduced that I've got a new pet, a dog uh, called Robin. He's now he's four months and seventeen days old, Poo-poo. and he's very cute. Mum's met him. He's light as a feather, fluffy as a feather, looks Massive adorable. Is. Massive is the papillon, which is spelled P-A-P-I-L-L-O-N, French for butterfly. Um, oh, there was a movie and a book. Yeah. I think it was about a prisoner escaped. Mm. It was quite a famous film, actually. Is it Robin Hood? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was called Papillon. <laughs> uh, Robin the Papillon. <laughs> but yeah, he's very cute. He looks like a Disney character. It's kind of crazy. But he gets on well with Theo. Yeah, oh my God, him and Theo, the my cat. 
Oh my god, them two get on like a house on fire. They are so cute. They play all day long and then they snooze together. It's so sweet. It's so cute. And it's like, because he's a puppy, you have to watch him all the time. So, you know, doing... So this isn't my full-time job. I've got another full-time job. And then like we've been working like like 90 hours I don't know like something crazy <laughs> and then I've also got like the puppy that I need to watch simultaneously all the time and I'm like why why is this happening there's like there's so many balls in the air right now but yeah everything is going very smoothly we're doing dog training I feel like all I do is work and dog training but it's all gonna pay but you, off you're, but you're going on holiday aren't you you're going sailing yeah I'm going sailing on um Friday, when this comes out, I will be going to the airport to Glasgow in Scotland and I can't wait. Oh my God, it's been on the top of my bucket list for like years, mom. It's like, <laughs> I really, really, really wanted to go because all of dad's family is Gl- Gl- Glasgowian. Fuck, sorry. How do you say <laughs> Glasgowian? Glaswegian. Not Glasgowian. <laughs> yeah, they're all Glasgowian. <laughs> Should I say that to a Glasgowian person? I'll be like, my family's Glasgowian. <laughs> I can't say it. Glaswegian. I can't say it. Glaswegian. 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 Yeah. Is that, are you sure? No, I'm just teasing. Glaswegian. Glasgowian. Yeah. Try that. <laughs> what is it? Anyway, gonna go up there, and then I'm going. Um, I'm gonna catch a train to somewhere else that I can't pronounce, and I'm gonna go sailing for a week, and it's gonna be very beautiful. <laughs> and I can't wait. I can't actually quite believe that I'm going away in two days because I've just like stuck to my laptop and or watching a dog at the same time. <laughs> so um, and yeah. planting, you planted all those wildflowers. Yeah, I've been gardening for. Um, I've got a garden now, and I'm really liking it actually it's lovely isn't it yeah That's got mom's influence. yeah mom's a very good gardener like we went to a um garden shop what do, they, what do you call it garden center garden center yeah <laughs> went to a garden center and mom just knew the names of not only all the plants but like how to look after them as well <laughs> i was like oh, i want this she was like no i wouldn't get that because of x y and z and i was just like oh yeah makes sense and I was, then then she told me that like you pot all the flowers now, right? And but yours. then Yeah, but then they die after a year. <laughs> and I was like, this is news. Like, what like that first of all, it's a scam because you're paying so much money for them to look nice and they die and they don't come back. No, but and then you give... have to repeat the whole process. No, 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 you don't have to, because um if you deadhead the annuals, then yeah. they'll keep flowering. They only die when they complete their purpose, which is to produce seeds. So if you um so when the flower finishes, mm-hmm. you can just pinch it and then the plant will send up another flower. Okay. Yeah, and keep growing. But if you didn't take off the dead heads. Oh, it'd be like I'm done. The flower, My work here is done. Yeah, well it's still it's still it's actually still producing. It's it's producing its next stage which is to turn the flower into fruit and the in the fruit is the seeds Mm. so for every flower you've actually got lots and lots of seeds and if you keep collect those seeds so for every annual plant you could have hundreds of new plants 
So do you just keep do you just keep the head and then put it into soil? And uh, not not the head. You wait for it to develop into a seed pod. Oh. So 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 say you've got an apple tree. Uh huh. Yeah, but apple tree like I know what an apple seed looks like. What about if I had a flower? Yeah. So apple in spring, the apple tree would produce blossom. Okay. Are those seeds? No, they're flowers. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right, this is what happened in the garden centre. <laughs> I was now just those, those an intern saying, can I get this? No, it's not good. Chloe, it's not good. Um. <laughs> but each of those flowers uh-huh. will develop over time into yeah. the fruit, the apple. Okay. And inside the apple are the seeds. But yeah. why does all the blossom fall on the floor then? Well, it's because it's windy. <laughs> <laughs> or somebody so, uh, shakes the branch. If, if I'm, the... I'm that person. <laughs> <laughs> but if you didn't do that, and if it uh-huh. wasn't windy, and the flowers stayed on the tree... <laughs> the blossom, each yeah. Flower, yeah each but I'm picking blossom. the dead heads off of them. No, not off the apple tree. You're doing oh. that on your, on your annuals, on your, say... Um, you, what was the... Um... Chrysanthemum. No, that's not an annual. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so say a, a geranium. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah or, that's what uh, I meant. Geranium. I can't think of the purple and white one you've got now. I can't remember what it was oh, called. Oh, it's called Night Sky. <laughs> no, that's just that's just that, that colour. They're very oh. cool, by the way. You can see a picture of it on my Instagram at Russell 17 They are very cool. Ugh. Anyway, pinch those off, and mm-hmm. the the flower will the plant will produce more flowers. Okay. And if you if you leave it, and all the flowers turn into seed pods, mm-hmm. then you can keep the seed pods, and you'll have and you Seeds. and you save yeah save save them till spring next year because they're temperature sensitive. So they, they won't Me grow too. in the winter in the same, same way they grow in the summer. Same. But, but you just collect those seed pods and, um, and in fact, they pop open and they scatter the seed uh, to plant for next spring. So you can save those and then you've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of the same plant, but which is produced naturally. So even though you you think oh that's a scam I've got to buy new ones you yeah. don't have to you can collect you can collect the seeds that's why I bought you all those seeds to get used to handling seeds ah very good yeah I have methods <laughs> I eat seeds <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's exciting isn't it I love growing things yeah I'm very impatient every day I'm looking at the ground I'm just like where are you and the mum was like it can take like two to four weeks and I was like oh my god. <laughs> <gasps> If the birds don't eat them, because um, birds... And no birds are coming into the garden because of the cat and dog that are constantly <laughs> running around the garden. <laughs> so they're good. Yeah. Yeah. They're basically like scarecrows for domestic, not domestic, for urban London Gardens. birds. Yeah. But anyway, this, we've waffled on. <laughs> As our, is our way. Yeah. Um, for everyone watching the video, I've been blinking nonstop because I'm trying to keep my eyes open. <laughs> And there was one time where I blinked and I looked at myself and like one of my eyes opened up before the other one. <laughs> I really didn't want to open. I was really trying hard. It was like, oh, I that's how I feel. <laughs> and I'm going to, I have to edit this episode straight away because 
I'm you're to, going on holiday. Yeah, and kind of to throw more things into the work. I'm recording an episode for my other podcast, Talk of the Thames. I'm doing a paddleboarding episode where I have to be on a paddleboard <laughs> recording tomorrow. <laughs> I'm doing it tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, gosh, yeah, for World Ocean Day, which is coming up. I feel like it's the 8th of June. I feel like it's the 8th of June. When are you back from your holes? Um, Sunday, the following Sunday. Okay. Glasgowian. Glasgowian. Try that. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> let's let's ask the computer. Gla- if you're from Glasgow, what are you <laughs> called? I'm going to get something really rogue. Glaswegian. You're right. <laughs> People from Glasgow are Glaswegians and from Paisley are spout all over the microphone. <laughs> and Paisley are buddies, but no one I have met. No one knows. Oh, nobody knows what people from Edinburgh are called. And then they've said Edinburghers. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm, yeah, <laughs> lucky I'm not going there. I want to. Edinburgh is lovely. I've got really castle. Go. There's a I wanna, castle. I want to go everywhere in Scotland. Oh, I've got the British pronunciation. How do I play it? Glaswegians. There you go. Do you want to hear so the American pronunciation? Go on. Glaswegians. Did you get so, that? Yeah, quite similar. Yeah. It's I mean, not Glasgowian then. Um, no. <laughs> try, try. <laughs> what, try what? Glas, what? what? Are, you, are you a Glasgowian? <laughs> Glasgowian. Keep calm and be Glasgowian poster. Oh, you know what? There's literally only four results on Google for that one. <laughs> I'm that, surprised there's four. That, that's remarkable. <laughs> Oh, today I met the kindest Glasgowian resident. I was only stabbed six times. What? There's a fellow. <laughs> Whoa. I think it was in Glasgow where they, um, maybe not, where they did, um, they deep fry Mars bars. Oh, yeah. Have you tried one of those? No. Uh, yeah, it doesn't sound great. It sounds like it would melt in your mouth, like burn your mouth, like lava. I think it's got batter as well. Yeah, sounds weird. But there's yeah. loads of people that have tried it. Not me. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone that is still here. I'm sorry. Now, for all of our, our lovely Scottish friends. Yeah, have we got any Scottish listeners? That's wicked. I'm Glasgowian. <laughs> Glaswegian. Glaswegian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry I'm gonna I need to stop now because actually <laughs> that is kind of racist and I'm sorry I'm really tired <laughs> um thank you everybody for listening it's been an absolute pleasure I hope you've enjoyed it's been very interesting you can find out about the episode on Instagram if you haven't found it through Instagram already and I hope you have a good rest of your snaky month. Mm. And big tra- big change, big transformations, big shifts. There are. There's going to be big shifts also in the Western one. Leo's moving into Mars, or Mars is moving into Leo. It's going to go bish, bash, bosh. We've got <laughs> Jupiter that's just gone into Taurus for a year. So that's cool yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> love you and bye you're gonna, and you're gonna put pictures of robin and theo having a love fest on um 
smashing secrets because sure that's a request our, from mum. Yeah, they're our beautiful oh my babies. God. My the, my uh, furry grandchildren. Yeah. What's yeah. there's like another word? It's like as a cheerleader. Oh, mascot. Yeah, mascots. Yeah. Cool. Oh, Closest I just want to what to a baby child yeah. grandchild. Yeah. yeah. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> you can leave me. And my woohoo alone. <laughs> All right. Cool. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Love ya. Love you. Bye. Come say bye. 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 Love you. Are we going now? Yeah. Okay. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for putting up with us. Yeah. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.